This is Kyle Brooks, and welcome to The Deep End. Well, what's up, everybody? This is Kyle, and you are listening to The Deep End. We are in our Saver series this week, and this is part four. If you want to catch up, there are links to part one, the introduction, part two on slowness, and part three on attentiveness in the show notes. This is part four. Want to be fully alive? Celebrate in community. You think your friend's gender reveal was elaborate? A couple of YouTubers based in Dubai paid $95,000 to light up a skyscraper for their gender reveal party. There's a link to a video, by the way, in the show notes. I, I think it's safe to say that society has thoroughly commercialized the art of celebration. The wedding industrial complex epitomizes the monetization of celebration. Want to remember your wedding day? We have a pricey photographer for that. Want your napkins to make a statement? We have color, fabric, and origami folding options for just a small fee. Want to look amazing? We have gorgeous in-season dresses, makeup artists, hairstylists, and estheticians. And for the groom? Um, well, just get a suit, man. This isn't about you. You know how much time we spent on the content of our wedding ceremony? Probably a couple of days. And that content was just about the only stuff we didn't buy. It might all sound a little grotesque and garish, but our capitalist culture is simply capitalizing on something that is deeply human. We simply cannot live a joy-filled life without celebration in community. We can't. You probably started actively celebrating when you were about nine months old. That's approximately when babies start clapping their hands. Have you ever seen the pleasure on the face of a baby that knows he's being celebrated and starts clapping with you? Magic. So it shouldn't be a surprise that we humans are willing to go to such incredible lengths to celebrate. The lie of our consumerist culture is that you have to spend $50,000 on a wedding or turn a building blue to do it properly. The truth is, all you need is something beautiful and someone to rejoice with you. Celebration in community. As I've written the last few weeks, slowness and attentiveness are crucial practices for recognizing the beauty in our lives. But alone, they don't produce the awe-inducing, joy-completing wonder of savoring. I don't think I'll ever visit a Michelin-rated restaurant alone. And if I did, I'd tip the server extra so he could just stand by my table and listen to the spontaneous mmms of delight bursting from my truffle-filled mouth. A meal like that is meant to be celebrated in community. I'll never climb Mount Everest alone either. Okay, fair enough. I'll never climb Mount Everest at all. However, if I did climb it, I wouldn't do it alone. For one, I hear it's not safe. But also, who would I celebrate with at the summit? What I'm coming to realize is that life is climbing Mount Everest. 
a Herculean effort with spasmodic challenges and occasional respites, rife with dangers and awesome vistas. And all we need is a community with which to climb. We need each other, not only because it's not safe to climb alone, but also because we just can't fully celebrate all of the beauty otherwise. Yes, there are meaningful moments of personal celebration. The double fist pump when she shuts the door after your first kiss. The shout of glee when you open that email declaring your acceptance to your first choice school. That little dance you do in the kitchen when you taste the sauce that you finally made just right. Mm. But what do you tend to do right afterward? You run to tell somebody. Taste this. It's amazing. And if there's no one to tell, no one to whom we can pass the contagion of our joy, our relation can quickly deflate into loneliness. Celebration drives us toward community. And without community, our parties are abbreviated and anemic. That's why it's so crucial to cultivate practices of celebration in community. Practices of Celebration An average Sunday, regardless of the ups and downs of my week, is brimming with celebration. Having embraced the wisdom of the black church over the past several years, our church's services always contain joyful songs of praise. Now, sometimes those songs are an outward expression of an inner gratitude for the beauty of life's blessings. And sometimes we sing those songs in resistance to the forces of despair, disease, dehumanization, and darkness that threaten to overwhelm us, reminding ourselves that our deeper, truer story is one of hope, healing, freedom, and light. Regardless of how we're feeling, the practice of celebration helps us to chew on the truth, goodness, and beauty of God. God, who is always present to us. God, who authors every good word we hear. God, who designs every beautiful moment we experience. God, who engineers every escape, empowers every accomplishment, and exercises every darkness. God, whose very existence gives us hope. We sing and celebrate to savor God together, to musically mull God over in our souls, to let the bass and beat of God's beauty reverberate in our bones. This practice of communal worship anchors my being. It reorients and re-narrates my life as one worth celebrating. It guarantees that at least once per week, I'm slowing down long enough to give my attention to celebrating the beauty of life in God. So what practices anchor your soul in celebration? Are there ways you can transform your moments of quiet attentiveness into acts of communal gratitude and joy? One master key that unlocks all three doors of savoring we've explored so far, slowness, attentiveness, and celebration in community, is the ancient practice of Sabbath. And it's that practice we'll dive into in the next installment of the Savor series here on The Deep End. 
Thank you for listening to The Deep End with me, Kyle Brooks, the podcast where I basically just read my blog if you like to take it in via audio instead of reading with your eyeballs. This is the place to come. You can follow or subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to actually subscribe to the blog or the podcast to get it into your inbox, you can go to my Substack, kylebrooks.substack.com, kylebrooks.substack.com, and you can find any of the links or references I made here or that I linked in my blog in the show notes. Hope to see you next time, and thank you. Thank you.